my brass knuckles on, got my brass knuckles on, gonna give somebody a sucker punch, sucker punch, right in the face, I'm gonna knock their nose off, yeah, I'm gonna fucking put these knuckles where they shouldn't fucking go, hey everybody, it is me, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me as always are the dogs. Thank you for being here, dogs. I appreciate it. Thank you for being here. We had a nice long weekend together, me and the dogs. We uh, we worked a 16-hour day on Saturday. That's always a lot of fun. Took them with me because they knew it would be a long-ass day. And uh, they did good. They did good. Although Sadie Dog sheds like a motherfucker. And Wean Dog doesn't. Wean Dog's got very thin hair, and she's like, I need to keep all of this. <laughs> I have no hair. I will be bald if you take this hair away from me. So uh, it was a good day. Yesterday was a good day. Went to see the Grapples. Was down in Battle Creek, Michigan, at a place called Full Blast, which is something that you do to your favorite lady. You give her the Full Blast. <laughs> It's a water park slash uh, gym basketball court place. And I'm completely aware of this place because they sell Dippin' Dots. Holy fuck. So it was super cool uh, being there for the grapples. It was the IPW promotion and a ton of fun. Although I can't lie, my favorite saying, I can't lie, I... Uh, I got there a little earlier than most people. And so I was like the third person there. And I'm like, oh, fuck, nobody's going to be here. But by the time the show started, there were a lot of people there. It was pretty full, almost 100% capacity, which is nice. That's not saying there were a shit ton of people. There was, I don't know, maybe 100 people would be my guess. So that's not, not too shabby. Uh, they had a raffle for for some T-shirts, limited edition T-shirts, and I put in twenty bucks to for tickets, and I didn't win a fucking thing. God damn it! <laughs> but whatever, the money goes towards the promotion. It's it's a good thing. You try to support. I know I've said it before, and I will say it again. Small time promotions like IPW to me, are way more fun than the bigger promotions. And I say that just because there's more interaction. Like, you actually, you kind of get to see the wrestlers. You can meet the wrestlers. They'll, they'll fucking talk to you. You're super close. Um, no matter where you're sitting, you're three rows away from, from the ring. So you're, you're, you're very, very close. Uh, it's well worth the money. Um, maybe the caliber of wrestling's not quite as high as you would want. But um, it's a lot of fun. I would, I, would, uh, I would ask you all to support. I get it. If you're not down with fucking wrestling, whatever. Then go see a local band. Go see a local comedy show. Go see uh, a local theater. See something small. You know, we don't have to all go see fucking uh, off-Broadway shit. You know, they're fucking coming doing goddamn uh, Hamilton or The Lion King. You know, all those people are incredibly professional and whatever. They're, they're fucking at the height of it all. Go see a fucking uh, 
theater show at the, at the local high school. At the local theater. Everybody in it is local, and they're just trying to make their way. Fucking acting is not their profession. Wrestling is not their profession. Comedy is not their profession. You know, this is all like side gig shit that they all enjoy. They're doing it because they have the love of the game. If you could do that, that would be awesome. I actually, today, today I went to Joanne Fabrics. <laughs> Stu, why the fuck were you at Joanne Fabrics? Well, well, everybody. I, uh, many, several weeks ago, I, I had informed you that I had won, well, not won, I had purchased a shirt from wrestler Hakeem Zayn, Rohit Raju, depending upon what promotion he's in. He was selling old shirts that he wore. These are like button-down shirts that he wore. They're all very nice, like nice patterns, kind of silky material. He was selling them to, to make a little extra cash, whatever this is. So I bought one. I'm like, ah, what am I going to do with this shirt? What am I going to do with it? He's, he's smaller than I am. I couldn't wear that shirt. I'm, I'm a fucking monster. I couldn't wear this shirt. So I'm like, you know what? You know what I'll do? I'll frame it. Like, they do jerseys and shit like that. I'm like, I will fucking frame this motherfucking shirt. So I asked people on the facial book. I was like, where, where Grand Rapids people, where can I go and get shit framed? And essentially, I was asking for people to tell me a frame shop they like. But a lot of people came back with, like, Hobby Lobby and Michaels. And I'm like, I'm not going to Hobby Lobby. They got this weird anti-gay policy. I'm like, fuck that shit. And I'm like, I could go to Michaels. But then someone suggested uh, Joanne's. I was like, what? And they're like, go to Joanne's. You can get yourself a coupon. You get things real fucking cheap. I'm like, all right. And so I ended up going there. And it was weird. When I Googled it, so there's the closest one is over at Centerpoint Mall here in Grand Rapids on 28th Street in the Beltline. And um, so I'm following the GPS. I had no idea it was over there. I'm following the GPS, but the GPS had it in the wrong spot in the mall. And I'm looking. I'm like, it's not fucking here. So I call them, and I'm like, where are you guys? Because I thought maybe it closed during the pandemic, and they moved it or some shit. Stuff like that happens. And the lady who answered the phone's like, oh, we're next to Chuck E. Cheese. And so I just turned my head to the right, and there it was, this huge fucking store. Um, I'm just a fucking idiot. I mean, the GPS was off by, you know, not, not a ton. I don't know, a quarter mile. I don't know what that is, a fucking eighth of a mile. So I go in and I go back to, you know, I have the shirt and he sent me an 8x10 sign picture and I go in and I'm just going to go to the frame shop and I'm going to go, hey, can you guys frame this for me? Whatever this, that. And, uh, it's closed. It's closed. The store's open. The frame shop's closed. And then I see an employee there. I'm like, hey, uh, I was looking to get some shit framed, um, but it's closed. And she's like, yeah, it's closed for COVID. And I'm like, well... Why isn't the fucking store closed then? Like, I mean, do you guys have like an outbreak here specifically? Like, all their employees were wearing masks. I'm wearing my mask. She's like, yeah, I don't know. It's just closed for COVID. I'm like, oh. And so I'm explaining to her because I thought maybe she could help me, but she couldn't as like a framer. So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm just trying to frame the shirt, you know, kind of like a jersey. And she's like, oh. Because I said, you know, are there frames that I could use. And so she took me over to a spot. I guess it's called like a shadow box. 
And there were ones specifically there for fucking uh, framing jerseys. So I was like, ah, thanks, lady. And uh, so I purchased one, and I had a 40% off coupon. How about that? The frame, I'm not going to lie, everybody. The shadow frame, the box frame thing was a lot more than I would have thought. But with the 40% off coupon, I wasn't too bad. And, I, you know, who the fuck knew? Who the fuck knew? So you can go to Joanne Fabrics and get frames done. I don't walk into stores like that. It's always weird when you walk into a store that you've never been in before. And you're like, what is happening in here? Like, I've walked into Bed Bath & Beyond before. But whenever I walk into that store, I'm always like, what the fuck is happening in here? Because it's always just weird shit. You know, linens and uh, just a whole lot of other stuff. It's very strange. So walking into Joanne's was strange. But I just want to walk in and walk out because I purchased the thing. And I'm like, I I had the day off today. Did I tell you that? I had the day off. The boss was like, take the day off. You work the weekend. Nothing's really happening today. Take the day off. I'm like, fuck yeah, all right, I'll take the day off. So the plan was, um, I'm, I'm going to go see Black Widow. I decided to go see Black Widow. I have not been in a theater in, I don't know, a year and a half approximately, year and four months, something like that. So I'm like, oh, I'll fucking go see Black Widow. So I, I purchased uh, the frame. I go and I purchase some bird seed because uh, the, the birds outside are like, where's my fucking food, you motherfucker? You've been feeding us. You owe us. I'm like, oh, God, I didn't know. I purchased bird seed from a hardware store. Is that the right place? I go to Ace Hardware Store. I get, I'm very weird. I'll be the first person to admit this. I get very weird about where I buy certain things, right? And for whatever reason in my brain, it must have been the first time ever I bought bird seed at a hardware store. And now that's where I will always buy bird seed. I'll just buy it at the fucking hardware store. I probably can get it cheaper at Meyer, Or I don't know, maybe they sell it at Pet Supplies Plus too. I don't know. I just fucking go to the hardware store. <laughs> fucking, I'm a goddamn weirdo, essentially, is what I'm trying to tell you, everybody. Uh, so I uh, so I go and and I get that and I'm like I'm going to the movie theater and I, I get over to Celebration North. It's my it's my favorite theater. I love it. Uh, I miss it. And uh, it, it, you you buy your seat. You, it isn't just like a general admission ticket. You buy a ticket and then you sit wherever you want. You actually like a like a baseball game or concert or anything else. Like you buy a ticket. This is your seat. Go to your seat. Sit down. Watch the movie. Have fun. My seat of choice is the last row in the middle because you're in the middle you get to see the whole fucking thing and i like the last row because i don't like people behind me i kind of like seeing everything in front of me and now too uh if a weird shit happens i can see it none of this shit's gonna happen behind me if some asshole's gonna like uh, fucking pull out a gun start a fight uh, start yelling nonsense. It's all going to be right in front of me and I can fucking figure shit out. And usually, usually, or at least sometimes, there is a, a an exit in the back anyway. So I can always duck out the back. Does that make me savvy? I don't know. Just, it is what it is. And, and this is the part where a lot of people will hate me. I'm also a dude who will check my phone. <laughs> 
So if I'm in the back row, there's no one behind me going, ah, fuck, why the fuck is that guy checking his phone? So I go to purchase my seats. I'm, there's probably like 10 people who got there before me. And I figured, too, 11 o'clock on a Monday morning, this place is not going to be slammed, right? But sure as fuck, fuck me and fuck them, someone bought the seat. Like three people were sitting all right there, right in the fucking middle. I mean, God, what are the odds? Good, apparently. Someone else likes the same fucking seats. Someone else is paranoid that weird shit might go down in, in the fucking theater. Someone else checks their phones during the movie. I don't fucking know. So I'm like, ah. So I just bought the seat like at the end, end of the, the, the row right there by the aisle. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll sit here. And I told the lady that was selling me the ticket, this young lady, I tell this lady, I said, I should knife fight these people. I should challenge them to a knife fight to see who actually gets this seat. And she looked at me initially like I was crazy, but then she understood. Then she understood that I got it. Cause I'm like, fuck, this is my first movie in a year and a half. And now I fucking can't sit in the seat that I'd want to sit in. Motherfucker, I'm gonna knife fight with these fuckers. And I actually told her, I was like, be prepared. Uh, you'll know if I knife fight them or not, if they're calling in everybody into theater one because shenanigans are happening. So uh, I didn't knife fight anybody. I was a good boy. I just sat in my seat and I watched the movie. And uh, I, one, I thought it was weird. The previews were, were fine. Um, the Rock is in a movie. I think it's called Jungle Cruise with Emily Blunt. It's a Disney movie. But it looked very, uh, it looked it, like a cross between Indiana Jones and Pirates of the Caribbean. That's what it looked like to me. And I'm a big Indiana Jones guy. I fucking love those movies. The last one, The Crystal Skull or whatever, I remember watching it in the theater and was super disappointed. Maybe I'd need to rewatch that one and see if I had if I changed my mind about it. But I was like, fuck that. But uh, it looks good. It looks good. But they, they showed a preview for Tomorrow War, the Chris Pratt movie where there's some time traveling and they got to go into the future to fight a war uh, because it's going to be the end of humanity. And the movie's on Amazon Prime. Like, if you have Amazon Prime, you can go watch it for free. And I, I did watch it. I enjoyed it enough. It was a decent flick. Go watch it if you'd like. But I just thought it was weird that they were showing a preview for a movie that, as far as I know, is not being shown in any theaters. Now, it was still like an ad so it wasn't like a preview preview but i mean essentially it was a preview that amazon i'm assuming just paid for this commercial time and i would think theaters would be kind of like eh, i don't know if we want that because you know that's encouraging people to sit at home and watch movies right it's kind of like advertising your competitor I'm like, do you really want to do that but apparently they do apparently the money was good enough so the movie started, and then the movie ended, and I will tell you guys, I enjoyed it enough. It, clearly not the uh, the greatest Marvel movie. Um, I don't think it was the worst either, and I'm not. And I'm pretty much I like all the Marvel movies, except you know, except the old like fucking Hulk ones and the Fantastic Four ones weren't good. And I suppose like if you're fucking 
sticking with Marvel canon, those movies don't count because they weren't fucking part of, like, Disney or whatever the fuck. I, you know, whatever. I don't give a shit. But it was okay. I get I give it one thumb up my butt. It was average. It was one thumb up my butt. It wasn't quite as humorous as I thought it was going to be. Uh, not quite as much action as I thought there was going to be. But um, and uh, uh, this is not uh, this is not a spoiler. But there's a, a character, the bad guy, the Taskmaster is the name of the character. And the Taskmaster was one of my favorite villains as uh, as a kid when I collected these comics. I I loved him. He fought Captain America all the time. Uh, He was great. Great fucking character. I didn't really like what they did to the character. They changed the character. The character looks cool. I was wondering how they're going to make the character look because the character in the comics was had a uh, hood and uh, um, uh, cape. Uh, I, I loved, I loved the fucking character in the comics. So I did didn't really care for what they did to it. And uh, this is how dumb I am. At the end of the movie, get not a spoiler, but at the end of the movie, they show Black Widow's tombstone. And I'm like, what the fuck? She's not dead. And then I was like, oh, fuck. I am an idiot. She is dead. She died in uh, Infinity Wars or Endgame, right? It was Endgame, the last one. Yes, Endgame. And uh, I was like, oh, fuck. She is dead. So if you hadn't seen that Avengers movie, sorry I spoiled something there for you, but... Uh, that, as you guys all know, definitely stay to the end. There's always a little uh, teaser at the end. And the teaser was great because the character showed up who I'm like, oh, fuck, I would not have thought that this character would have shown up in this. And they did, and it was great. And it set up for a movie that I don't think I hadn't heard that they were making. So, but, uh, but whatever. It would be fucking great if they do. So it uh, would be great if they do. So no spoilers. I encourage all of you to go see it. So uh, today when I was driving around, I get a text from my boy, Matt Harper, the uh, host of another episode podcast that he does with Mandy Elaine. They talk about movies that shape their childhood. Every Wednesday they put out new episodes. It's always a lot of fun. So they're always talking about movies that are at least 20 years old. It's good stuff. Um, so he texts me, he's like, hey man, um, just so you know, there's not going to be a uh, a movie this week. There won't be an episode this week. Um, there was a death in the family for Mandy, and she's not able to do it. And uh, I was like, oh, fuck. And I said, hey man, I got, actually, I have the day off today. Uh, why don't we just fucking, we'll just talk about movies in general. Like, we don't even need to talk about a, a specific movie, but we can talk about, you know, whatever. And so then he went a little farther because he said, hey, why don't we talk about the movie The Cube? And I was like, okay, because that movie is a movie that he recommended to me a while ago. And I finally got around to watching it like a couple days ago, like a week or so ago. It took me a couple times because I'd get home late and I'd start to fall asleep and I'm got to fucking sit down. And it, this is this is a movie none of you have seen 
and I'm going to tell you this, none of you should see it. <laughs> I don't know why Matt liked this movie. Um, if you do want to see it, it is on Amazon Prime. It technically is on, on IMDb. So you're, you're watching it with commercials. Like it is not edited in any kind of capacity. Uh, so, but you still got to deal with commercials like you would if you're watching something on Tubi or Voodoo or any of those. Uh, the, the premise is these people wake up in this like maze, like I'll call it a prison maze, like Primen, where every room that you walk into is a cube and there are doors that you can open that lead to another cube. And some cubes are safe and some cubes are not. And none of these people know each other. And, um, so it's just an interesting deep dive into the human psyche and how people can uh, become uh, paranoid with each other or they learn to cooperate with each other and uh, there you go so uh, very very weird movie so we are going to talk about that on tonight's episode of another episode podcast which will be released on Wednesday so you'll have some things to listen to on Wednesday. Your boy, your boy. I'm, so I'm co-hosting again. I co-hosted once before and uh, now co-hosting again. It'll be a whole lot of fun. So listen for that on Wednesday. I have no idea how it will come out because uh, we're, we're, we're throwing this all together kind of haphazardly. But I was like, hey, man, like why don't miss a week? You miss a week. Uh, it gives people an opportunity to just go listen to something else and then maybe they don't return or whatever. So, uh, so there's that. So that's a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. I got a phone call yesterday. I don't get too many phone calls. People don't call me a whole lot. It's always weird when people call me. I've, I'm not good at small talk and, uh, as bad as I was before the pandemic, it's just seemingly it's gotten worse and worse. I just, I'm not, I'm not good at it. But he called me. I answered. I was like, hey, man, what's going on? And um, he was having some health issues. And so he's asking me for adult-like advice. And it's just, it, it kind of blows my mind away. When someone calls me, someone asks me for advice on adult situations. Now, clearly, I'm of the age where I should have knowledge and experience with these things. And I do, but I'm still a fucking idiot that I am not sure I'm the one that you want to fucking... Uh, be asking advice from <laughs> but I gave it to him I gave him my advice I was like hey ma'am this is what you should do this is what should will probably happen this is what you should expect and uh and there you go so we took it um I told him to to let me know how things turn out he didn't get back to me so maybe he's dead I don't know what the fuck happened I should get a hold of him and just ask him but it's, it's always just kind of goofy. I've had other people um, ask for my advice with like social work type stuff. Uh, they've given me scenarios or whatever, and, and they've asked for my recommendations. And, and I've often had to tell people, like, this isn't going to be something that you're going to want to hear. 
But this is how it is. I don't sugarcoat shit for people. I'm like, this is the reality of the situation that you're in, and this is what you should expect. Or this is the probability of what you should expect. I mean, not everything when it comes to social work and stuff like that. Not everything is 100%. But, you know, in my experience, in my life, uh, this is what has happened, and this is what will probably happen. So uh, there you go. Ah, uh, some some news. I talked about this on the Patreon. I uh, I got some more cocktail stuff. I don't know if I talked about this on the Patreon or on the Thursday one, but I got a cocktail cake. A cake showed up to my house, everybody, and it was uh, on the the cake. It was the the poster from the movie Cocktail, but instead of Tom Cruise's face, it was my face. <laughs> which I love. It's always good stuff. Um, And in it was a note. And uh, for those who don't know, I've been receiving a lot of cocktail stuff of DVD, CDs, Laserdisc, VHS tape, soundtrack on CD and tape, uh, a book, a magnet, a coffee mug, a t-shirt. All of this stuff. So it has been revealed to me who has been sending me this stuff because it has been a huge mystery. I'm like, I don't know who's doing this or why they're doing this or how they're doing this or what. So it's been revealed to me. So I mentioned it again to, to my buddy Matt Harper, the host of another episode podcast. They drop new episodes every Wednesday about movies that shape their childhood. You can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I mentioned it to him too because that's the whole reason why uh, I was even getting these things because uh, they talked about the movie Cocktail on their podcast and I was unable to finish it so someone sent me their DVD and then I just started getting more and more shit. So he was like, this is fantastic. He's like, we should show, uh, we should do a screening of the movie and then he's like, you should do another live podcast. And I was like, oh my God, you are fucking correct. So that's what we're going to do, everybody. We're going to do a screening of the movie Cocktail. And before the movie, I will do a podcast, uh, a live podcast where I talk about the shenanigans and maybe have the uh, the person who is doing all of this, maybe have them on. We'll we'll figure it out. So um, details to come. I got a place. Uh, but now I need to figure out a day. Probably try to do it a Saturday when more people can kind of come. I think it'll be a whole lot of fun. When we did the live podcasting the first time a couple of years ago, we had somewhere between 30, 40 people. And it was a shit ton of fun. Shit ton of fun. So uh, I'd like to do it again. I, I had asked um, Graham if he'd like to participate and he said he would, and I asked Jamie if she would like to participate, and she said she would. So maybe the stars will align, everybody. Maybe they will align, and we can get all the shit together, and that would be a ton of fun for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, let's get into some story stuff. Uh, you guys know that I donate blood on the regular I donate with a company here in uh, Grand Rapids called Versity. Their Versity is over the state of Michigan, and they're in a lot of other Midwest states, uh, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, and I think Minnesota too. 
But they're not the only place that takes donations. Another place that takes donations is the Red Cross. I like donating adversity. This is the reason why I do, is because the blood that I donate will stay in Michigan, right? So if I donate here, it can it'll probably stay in the Grand Rapids area. It'll go to uh, you know, Butterworth or Blodgett or maybe Metro or whatever. It'll go wherever it's needed in the Michigan area. Red Cross is different. The Red Cross can take your blood, and then, I don't know, maybe a fucking weird thing happened in Los Angeles, and they might ship your blood to Los Angeles. That's just how they fucking do it. But the American Red Cross is putting out a call for donors because there is a severe blood shortage, and I know Versity has done the same thing as well. They're trying to get people to come in. Um, so they're offering incentives, and what they're doing is if you donate blood uh, now, between now and July 31st, you will receive a $10 Amazon gift card. And you will have an automatic entry for a chance to win gas for a year. And those who donate during July will automatically be entered for a chance to win a trip to uh, for four to Cedar Point or Knott's Berry Farm. I have no idea where Knott's Berry Farm is. So if you guys go to uh, redcross.org, or sorry, redcrossblood.org, you can set up an appointment. Because I know a lot of you people don't live near where Versity is happening. Some of you might live fucking in Tennessee. I know there's people who live in Tennessee and Florida and uh, Kentucky and wherever. So you don't necessarily live near where Versity is. And hell, you can live in Michigan and not live where Versity is. And, and American Red Cross is clearly, it's a much larger organization. It's a nationwide organization. So maybe you live closer to them. So I would encourage you to go donate. If you do donate, how about this, everybody? If you do donate to American Red Cross, or fuck, even if you donate to Versity, or if you donate to any other uh, blood organization, um, let me know. Send me a picture, and uh, I will I will send you a little gift as well, too. Clearly, nothing as cool as a $10 Amazon gift card. But you know me. I, uh, I really think that donating blood is a good thing. And I know I had, I, you know, a while ago, I had some fuckface. He messaged me or told me, he's like, hey, you know, there's people are making money off of this. I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'm, I'm aware, man. Somebody's always got to be making money somewhere. But ultimately, ultimately, though, someone's going to be sitting on an operate, uh, operating room, you know, table, and they're going to need blood. So let me give them some of my A-positive blood if that's what they need so that they can get better and they can survive and then they can go home and see their friends and family and whatever else, okay? If some company happened to make some extra bucks uh, as well, fuck, fine. I, it's not like I can just fucking do shit at home fucking get a, a grocery bag, slit my wrist, put a fucking pint in the grocery bag and take it to the hospital. I can't fucking do that, all right? So I got to go to Versity. I got to go to American uh, Red Cross and do it that way. Okay? Okay. So do that. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Here's another good thing. I know Subway Sandwiches has gotten a bad fucking rap lately because, you know, Jared clearly being a huge fucking pedo. I don't know how Subway fucking didn't see that. I don't know how they didn't catch the fact that this guy likes having sex with children. What a fucking asshole. And then they've had some problems with uh, 
their tuna sandwich. Apparently their tuna sandwich doesn't have any fucking tuna in it. And you know what? I'll tell you this. Uh, as a guy who either will get their turkey sandwich or their tuna sandwich, I, I, I fucking love their tuna sandwich. And so they're thinking that maybe there's just too much other shit in the tuna sandwich. Like there's way too much mayo. And I'll tell you this. Yes, there is way too much tuna in their tuna sandwich. It is a shit ton of mayo in it, but I fucking love it anyway. But they're closing their shops at 6. It's 5 o'clock now, so an hour from now, none of you guys will have heard it, but they are closing all their shops now. Why, Stu? Why are they doing it? Well, they're fucking revamping their goddamn menu. They're going to have an Eat Fresh Refresh unveil tomorrow. Uh, apparently tomorrow is National Friday, but the Subway don't give a fuck. They don't sell fries there. You get chips and a cookie instead of fries. What they're doing too is tomorrow they're giving away 1 million free subs from 10 to noon. If you go in there and you're one of the first customers that wanders in on Tuesday the 12th and you, or 13th and you go, hey, I would like a free sub You'll get your free six-inch Turkey Cali Fresh sub. I have no idea what a Turkey Cali Fresh sub is. I'm assuming that is a new fucking menu item. Apparently, the tur- the Turkey Cali Fresh sub includes oven-roasted turkey, hickory smoked bacon, smashed avocado. That's probably where the fucking Cali comes from, the avocado. Mozzarella, mayo, spinach, red onion, and tomatoes on one of their new breads. Hardy multigrain. The e fresh refresh has more than 20 menu updates and includes 11 new and improved ingredients, six all new or returning sandwiches, and four revamped signature sandwiches. Trevor Haynes, the president of Subway in North America, said in a statement that the company has been serving freshly made, customizable, and better for you sandwiches for more than 50 years. Subway's been around for longer than 50 years. Any of you know offhand where Subway started? Because I know these chains always start somewhere. They start in Oklahoma City. And they just were straight crushing in Oklahoma City. And then they just started franchising out more and more and more. So I, in my brain, Subway's been around for maybe 30 years. I don't remember Subway being around when I was like in my early 20s. But now it seems like they're in every fucking gas station you walk into. I get like... They don't need anything super huge because it isn't like they're fucking bait. The only thing they need is their bacon, their bread, their rolls. But it isn't like they're in the back whipping up shit. I don't know. Subway, however, has said their tuna fish sandwiches is not going to be part of the revamp menu. They're not, not changing it. While many of Subway's core protein choices were improved as part of the eFresh refresh, one ingredient that doesn't need an upgrade is the Subway high-quality premium tuna. Well, I don't know. Apparently, it's been proven that it's not tuna, you fucking idiots. Subway said it's disagreed with the paper's findings because the New York Times did an investigation on it. And they said in a statement on its website that DNA testing is simply not a reliable way to identify denatured proteins like Subway's tuna. What the hell is denatured? which was cooked before it was tested. Eh, whatever. So go to go to Subway at 10 o'clock and get yourself a free sub. And then apparently tomorrow, IHOP is offering 58-cent short stack pancakes for 
for 58 cents. Did I say that? 58 cent short stack pancakes. The 58 cent special is a nod to its founding year of 1958. So if you live near an IHOP, you can get yourself some cheap pancakes tomorrow too. I always like when they do free shit or cheap shit or whatever, so that's good. It's good shit, man. It's good shit, man. You know what else is good shit? This, this story that I heard. I like UFC. I know there was a big fight. I know Conor McGregor fought Dan, this guy Daniel Poirier, and apparently Daniel Poirier hurt him, or then the fight, he got hurt, and so Poirier won, and I don't know, apparently, I'm hearing conflicting stories, I'm hearing that um, Conor McGregor, like, threatened Poirier's family, and then I heard Poirier threaten his, uh, McGregor's family, I don't know, saying, everyone's saying dumb shit, everyone talks smack talk, and these idiots need to learn from wrestlers of how to appropriately smack talk, how to fucking work the mic, because they get a little too fucking personal, a little too aggressive. It's a little too stupid. But whatever. But apparently Greg Hardy fought on the card. Do you guys know Greg Hardy? Hopefully not. Uh, Greg Hardy was a football player. He played for the Cowboys. And he's no longer playing for the Cowboys because he faced a domestic violence charge back in 2014. I mean, that's, God, I can't believe it was seven years ago. He was the guy, apparently, he threw around his girlfriend. You know, and this guy's huge. He's probably like 260, 270, you know, 6'5". He's a monster of a man. He's like my height, but add fucking about 60 pounds, right? Big fucking dude. And, you know, he's dating this small girl he's throwing her around uh, smashing her all over the place apparently he had he had a picture of his bed just covered with guns too just a fucking lunatic so he he got let go from the cowboys he never really caught on apparently he played uh, one game for the, the carolina panthers i don't remember him doing that uh so there there you go um but apparently he fought and uh, he got knocked out in the first minute. The guy, his name is Ty Tuvasa. I'm probably massacred his last name. But Ty knocked out Greg Hardy in the first minute. And I fucking love that. I love when these guys that are douchebags get their fucking uh, ass handed to them. And it's just the fucking greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, because these guys who are dickbags, they shouldn't fucking be successful. Uh, and apparently he isn't really even that successful in the UFC. He's four and four. He's lost two fights in a row and his record is now four and four. So apparently he was doing okay, but now he's probably, instead of fighting tomato cans, he's fighting like people who actually have some skills and can challenge him because the UFC is trying to promote him as an elite fighter which why the fuck are you trying to promote a guy who's a fucking asshole i hate it i mean he's got a name behind him he's got some recognition like that behind him but jesus christ man you don't have to fucking uh promote a guy who's a fucking dick so whatever wow and ty the guy who fought him i'm watching a little clip here he is uh 
he's not in fucking good shape at all. He is a fat tub of lard. He's got the thing where, like, you know how guys, like, stomachs will kind of, they'll have, they'll be, a, like, a, a vertical line in the middle because the guy is so fat? That's what he's got. He's got one of those fucking vertical lines that's just fucking shit. Not good, so whatever. Now he's, they're showing him, apparently he won, and now he's drinking beer out of a boot. And he did a real awful job of doing that. He fucking spilled it all down his shirt. But at least he beat a piece of shit. Good for you, Ty. Good for you. All right, I'm going to end it on this here, everybody, because then i got to prepare for the another episode podcast that I'm doing at 730 with Matt Harper. We all know that Bill Cosby got uh, released from prison on a technicality, legal ease bullshit. Uh, no one is saying that he didn't do what he was uh, charged with. Nobody is saying that he shouldn't fucking be in jail or prison, but because of a, a legal snafu, he is out, and apparently he cannot be recharged, which I don't understand any of this shit. To me, it's another reason why we all should hate lawyers. Kim, I know you're probably listening, and I'm sorry for saying this, but fuck me, man. Goddamn lawyers. Kim, if you want to give me your opinion, I will gladly accept it. Kim is a lawyer here in uh, Michigan, and I will gladly accept a, a rationale, thought, and argument from her. So Cosby's out. Cosby can go do whatever the fuck he wants to do. So a lot of people are like, oh my God, is he going to perform? Because you know, that's what he wants to do. That's what he says he's going to do. This 83-year-old fucking fragile human being of a shitbag is uh, wanting to perform. And there's a comedy club in New York City is saying, you know what, go fuck yourself, Bill. We don't want any part of you. And it is the comedy seller. The famed comedy club, The Comedy Cellar. I saw a show there when I was there uh, years ago. And it is a lot smaller than I thought it would be. And um, this is just me. It's the, What they do is they put on showcase shows. So they have, there's a lot of comics. A lot of comics will get on stage. Uh, you know, they'll all do like 10 to 15 minutes. And so over a period of time, you're going to see like six, seven, eight comics. And... Um, I, I guess that's good. It's a good way for a lot of guys to work out new material and work on shit. Um, but if it was me, I, I kind of like, I like seeing a guy do a half hour, 40 minutes. I like seeing someone do more like a full fucking set, but that's not how the comedy seller does it. You know, whatever they, they're incredibly successful. Everybody wants as a comic, everybody wants to work the seller people will go there to watch shows F fucking great whatever the good good for them but they're saying bill go fuck yourself and i find it weird with that they're saying bill go fuck yourself it, it seems like an unnecessary thing because i wouldn't even see bill fucking ever wanting to work it anyway bill's the kind of guy who i mean pre pre all this nonsense all of, and when i say nonsense i mean the shenanigans that he did I'm not saying that what he did was nonsense. I'm saying that it's all fucking awful. But he would sell out fucking theaters. You know, he'd be performing in front of thousands of people at a time. And fucking, I don't know. I don't even think the Comedy Cellar is 200 people. It's very small. So I don't know if Bill would want to perform in front of you know, 200 people. I'm assuming in this day and age that there are people out there who would love to see Bill Cosby perform. 
And I will tell you, when I saw him perform, I don't know, 12 years or so ago, or whatever the hell it's been, he was phenomenal. He was the greatest. But I have zero interest in seeing him now. I don't want to see what this fucking 80-year-old rapist has to say. And apparently they're thinking he's going to talk about, like, the charges and everything else. And he kind of has to. You can't avoid it. So I don't want to hear this guy try to put a funny spin on the fucking awful things that he was accused of and actually fucking did. Just shit. So, but I think, though, for the comedy seller to say he's not welcome here, I mean, I might as well say, hey, Bill Cosby is unwelcome performing here at my house. I just need, I want to get that out in front of everybody right now. He, he is unwelcome to perform here. Would you guys want to see him? Like, if he came to your town and, you know, ticket price is not, not uh, in the equation. Like, let's everybody gets a free ticket. Would you go see Bill Cosby for free? Would you want to do that? Would you be okay with it? I'm like, I don't know. I heard from, uh, I was listening to another podcast and they were kind of talking about when people that you really admire uh, and you really enjoy their work and then they come out and they're like scumbags. How do you how do you rationalize it? Like how do you do it? And uh, the one guy that they were talking to, he's more in a movie, so they were t- he's Jewish, so they were talking about Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson apparently is pretty anti-Semite and whatever. And so he talked about how how he rationalizes it as a Jewish person that he will watch anything that. Mel Gibson did before it became public that he's an anti-Semite. And so now anything afterwards, he said that he wouldn't watch or enjoy or endorse or anything of that nature. And I'm like, ah, it's kind of a weird, weird way to, to deal with things. And it's sort of wishy-washy. And I'm like, I guess, I guess. I just know I wouldn't I wouldn't want to listen to anything Cosby. I wouldn't want to listen to anything Cosby at all. So, wait. So, all right, everybody, that's it. That's the podcast for today. Thank you very much for listening to this bullshit. Um, please, if you like this horseshit, please consider subscribing to the Patreon. I talk a lot of different stuff there. Uh, give out some free stuff, too. So uh, consider it. It's just five bucks a month. And one less uh, Big Mac in your life, one less Starbucks coffee in your life. Give it to somebody who needs it, me. <laughs> not Bill Cosby, not Greg Hardy, not any of these shitbags. Give it, give it to fucking me. Thank you very much. Uh, I already talked about another episode podcast. Go listen to them every Wednesday. And this Wednesday, apparently, you'll be hearing the, the movie The Cube. And you hear how uh, we enjoyed it or didn't enjoy it. So that would be fantastic. Do that. Uh, who else? Let's see. Uh, my boy, Adam House. If you can go follow his page on Facebook, the Sunday Slaw, he and his wife, Stephanie, they talk about coleslaw. And he's eaten a lot of coleslaw over the last couple of days because he's been uh, illin'. He had uh, emergency appendectomy surgery. So uh, go follow his page and learn all about coleslaw. And then he sits on the board of Alex's Arcade, that charitable organization that helps out kids with cancer. Cancer! 
what they do is they bring in video games to these kids when they're stuck in the hospital. So video games, video game systems to kind of normalize their life. So if you can help them out, uh, at least go like their page on Facebook or go check out their webpage, alexisarcade.org. And that's where you can find out information on their golf outing on September 11th. I'll be participating. I got three people to go golfing with me. It's uh, at a golf course in Macomb County that's uh, near Detroit. So if you guys want to come play, please come play. Just a hundo bucks. And all the money goes towards a good organization. Then we got Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. You can go over there, get yourself some baked goods, get yourself some uh, crafts. Like I got myself a coaster I'm staring at right now. I got myself a coffee mug, got some, some face masks, got all sorts of good stuff. So go check out Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. Hit the like button and then buy some from her. Then we got uh, the whole thing donut shop in Forney, Texas. Maybe Greg Hardy, when he played for the Cowboys, maybe he stopped by their shop and bought himself a gourmet donut because that's what they are. It's a gourmet donut shop. Everybody loves a good old gourmet donut shop. So go like their page, the whole thing donut shop in Forney, Texas. And then if you happen to uh, ever go visit Dallas, go check them out too. And let me know if you check them out. I want to know what you think about their donuts. And then last but not least, my boy, John B. Midgley. He is a magician extraordinaire. He's got a page on Facebook for it. It's called Magic JBM. Go like that. Follow along with all his magic stuff. He's actually in Michigan right now. He lives in Tennessee. But he's visiting family in Jackson. I did not know that he was a native Michigander, but apparently he is. He is. And so he's in Jackson for a hot minute. So go like his page, Magic JBM. The B stands for badass. And that'd be fantastic. And I don't know if you guys know it or not. Uh, before he became a magician, he used to work in the movie theaters. Yep. Uh, but the problem is he didn't work in like a movie theater like Celebration Cinema. He worked in a movie theater where they showed porno movies. So technically, I guess he really wasn't working in the movie theater. I guess he wasn't an usher. He wasn't making popcorn. He was a jizz mopper. Nothing worse than being a jizz mopper. He wasn't there too long, thank God. So uh, go follow his magic exploits at Magic JBM. So that's it, everybody. I got to go deal with some stuff to get ready for the other podcast tonight. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow for another Patreon. I love you guys. Thank you very much. Have a good day. We'll see you. Bye.